Welcome to the Elite Podcast, where we discuss business, family, and life. Now, welcome to your hosts, Mr. H. Rod himself, Henry Rodriguez, and Ryan Arditi, the SCV MVP. What's up, podcast world? It's your favorite insurance guy, Henry Rodriguez, and we're here for another exclusive with the one and only Elite Podcast, and I got my right-hand guy right here with me, as always. The SCV MVP. What up, MVP? Dude, it's been a minute, man. It's been a while. Dude, we, the last time we recorded was September? Where you been, even, dude? I don't even know, man, but I kind of miss you. Dude, I'm going to I'm going to sh- I am going to call you out in your lack of execution once again, dude. Why? Because wh- why has it been 5 months since we've been on one of these things? I want you to miss me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, uh, I want to make sure that on this episode we recap our holiday season because yeah. I think it was a big one, man. So, I spent a lot of time with my friends, my family, um, but more importantly, dude, our event that we we did together, yeah. uh, which was Light Up Maine which was a huge event here locally for our community. Over 10,000 people, and I was actually proud of you, man, because you made it hype. <laughs> you had you actually did something really, really cool for your MVPs yeah. uh, as, uh, you know, you're giving back to your clients, right? Yeah. An, an experience, um, a client appreciation, if you will, uh, at Light Up Main. You leveraged that event, so talk about that a little bit, man. Well, even though we haven't been on the podcast, both you and I have been super busy. Yep. Right. And the holiday season, like everyone knows, is a chance for us to give back to our what I call MVPs in our community. Yep. So we did Light Up Maine, which is an event that the city puts on. Super grateful to the city of Santa Clarita. Uh, this year I sponsored Candy Cane Lane. You did. Right. Uh, first time sponsoring and I couldn't believe how many people were there. It was it was. I, I don't even know. Yeah, at, at one at, at one point I had to like stop back. And just look around and kind of just like take it all in because there's so many people there. So many. But it was kind of eerie also. It was, there was like a moment of silence too. But it, <laughs> it was just, it was cool to see our community out in full force for this amazing event. Yeah. yeah. I did a, the client appreciation MVP party. You did, uh, Which, yeah. you know, you came to. I and did. it was a little exclusive uh, MVP fiesta, which we'll continue to do. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of people, a lot of contacts. Uh, I think I emailed them and maybe uh, one responded, but that's okay. We love all of you. We love yeah. all of you. So I, I, I too had the uh, the opportunity to sponsor, and we sponsored Letters to Santa, which was, was awesome. super engaging. Uh, a lot of families came out to our booth, and the cool thing that that we had going on is that we had the opportunity for having um, all the kids write a letter to Santa. Yeah, and um, we wanted to level up on this one, and we we literally sent back a letter from the North Pole back to every child who wrote a letter to Santa that they that Santa has received their letter for Christmas, which I thought was really cool. Um, and we got a lot of uh, great responses. We got some clients from it as well. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to doing this event again um, this year. I think we're going to try to maybe collaborate a, a little bit ab- more. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Did you read the letters to Santa? I did not read it. It was, it was a lot. We had about 700. Wow. We had, we had a lot. I saw the line. Yeah. It was gigantic. I read my huge. kids' letter to Santa, and boy, did they get spoiled. They, I, just, I just passed off those letters onto their grandparents and said, hey, here's a laundry list of what the boys want. You know what I like about that, though? You took it to the next level. Level, the fact when you told me you were gonna have letters written back, yeah, I don't think people have ever done. Yeah, that. I do. I, I try awesome. to do things in the marketing, yeah. something that's different, right? Something yeah. that is um, that grabs people's attention, something yeah, unique. No like one a billboard, <laughs> <laughs> like a billboard, yeah, with your face on it <laughs> at a stoplight where you, you're forced to sit at, <laughs> right by my office. <laughs> hey, Diddy, we you actually uh, celebrated something special not too long ago, which is your birthday, dude. You turned with 67, oh, 68, yep, 67. Damn, I got you, an you, AR, you, ARRP card, ARRP member of here, guys. <laughs> dude, talk about talk to us about your birthday. We're going to IHOP after for the senior special, uh, the two er- eggs and ham. They call it the early bird special. The early bird, yeah. O- older people get up early. <laughs> yes, they do. Ask the voice. <laughs> so this. <laughs> 
This was unique. Uh, my birthday landed, believe it or not, on the Super Bowl. Okay. I couldn't believe it. Um, so I had a party at Trucadero, okay. which is owned by uh, some new people who, you know, we'll let you kind of determine who that yep, is. Yep. Uh, rented out the back, had a bunch of people, once again, just giving back to my friends, family. Uh, appreciate you coming. Appreciate the voice coming. Had a bunch of friends. I'm going to try to level up again next year. It, 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 was, awesome. it was it was a great time, man. It was cool. It was awesome. And my favorite part about that, about your entire birthday party, was when your oldest son came up <laughs> and um, was heckling you and literally called you a blue smurf in front of all your friends and family. Uh, it, it was awesome. I could I, I could not stop laughing. I had a great time, man. Um, and happy belated birthday, brother. Appreciate you, man. Love you forever. Let's talk Love about- Love my son, too. Both of them. <laughs> kind of, right? <laughs> sort of. When he's famous, I'll love him more. When he's famous. He is famous. He, he's he's going to get there. He's going to get there. Dude, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Woo. Super Bowl's hype. Is that the Swifty Bowl? The Swifty Bowl. Yeah, definitely the Swifty Bowl. I heard it was the highest rated Super yeah. Bowl in terms of views in history. Yeah. Dude, from, yeah, the whole Swift-Kelsey thing. Dude, the, the halftime the What do you think about that? Uh, I'd rather stick to football than yeah. uh, another narrative. So that, that's another conversation. Yeah. The uh, the halftime show was hype with uh, with Usher. I thought it was really good. That's what I was saying. I thought it was really good. The sound was kind of a little. Yeah, bit it was hard a little off. Yeah, but it, it was cool. We love Usher. Yeah, I thought it was really cool when he brought out Alicia Keys. I thought it was really really cool. Um, was that a little crazy when they were hugging? Like yeah, that? I don't know. Swiss Beats. I don't know, man. <laughs> a dude rubbing up on my girl like that. And then Usher uh, got married the next day. Did you see that? Did he really? He got married. Oh, the I next was gonna day. be a forever bachelor. Yeah, I, I had know. no idea, man. Um, but yeah, the the one thing for me about the Super Bowl is it, I don't like the feeling of it being scripted, and yeah. I felt like it was already scripted that the the Chiefs were gonna win. Um, actually, want, I was fortunate to win some money because of it. Um, but that, again, that's another Insider conversation. Trading. But uh, yeah, I just I just felt like that something was telling me that because it is a business at the end of the day that 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 the NFL was gonna make the Chiefs win, you know, because yeah. of the whole Swifty thing. And she did bring a lot of business to them, man. So a lot you of just new said, fans, highest rated. Program, yeah. I mean, ever? she's selling out. She herself could sell out the yeah. Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Um, but you know what? Enough about that, dude. Why don't we bring on our guest? I am speaker. excited. Super excited. None other than Mr. Mayor Cameron Smythe. Woo! Thanks for uh, having me, and uh, thanks for inviting me to your birthday party and your Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, sounds like they were a good time, <laughs> Mr. Mayor. How does it actually work? Can you clarify how um, being a mayor in the in the city of Santa Cruz works? Yeah, so you know when we became uh, a city back in in, in the late '80s, uh, one of the questions for the residents was, did you want to have a directly elected mayor uh, like a Los Angeles style, or did you want to uh, keep it uh, as a as a rotational? Which most cities, particularly again in the late '80s uh, when we incorporated, have that uh, had that model. So uh, the the public elects the the five council members. And then the council selects the the mayor uh, on an annual basis, so okay. it's not a automatic rotation. Oh, okay, uh, but you know, <clears throat> given that uh, the council gets along well, uh, and I'm a believer that if uh, if you've been voted to the council by by the public, uh, you know you have the right, unless you have you, know, you totally could not represent the city well. Uh, you know, you have uh, you should do a, a shot at, at mayor, and so uh, that's kind of what we've kept uh, okay. as, as the city, and and it's worked pretty well for now. Because again, our our form of government is a lot different than a, a large city. You know, the council is meant to be a part time 
uh, you know, kind of community service uh, position. Mm-hmm. That's why we have a, a real professional staff, a strong city manager, uh, and uh, the council is, is really meant to be. Uh, you guys are business people, so you can look at it like the city council is the board of directors, mm-hmm. and the city manager is the CEO. Oh. And you know, we set Great. the policy for the city, and then it's the city manager and staff's yeah. job to implement that policy. Great analogy, and shout out to Ken Striplin, our city manager. Fellas. I wasn't. I want to say I wasn't disappointed. Oh, okay. It's just, I started to rub elbows with the mayor. <laughs> felt excited. He got to know me by first name. I was trying to coach his kids, and then he's gone. <laughs> and then he's gone. And then he's gone. So now I'm rubbing elbows with uh, yeah. Mr. Smythe. Well, over here. I know who the real deal is, Cameron. Okay, and I know that Jason is now just simply washed up, and he's probably still crying because the Niners lost in the Super Bowl. So does he even have a job fired, title? Jason. Does he still have a job title with the city? He does, yes. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it's interesting that also it kind of speaks to Jason's, you know, that he he didn't share that he was only going to be mayor for a year. Yeah, you know, when he came on, he so was he, on the podcast. He wanted everyone he did to not believe disclose that. that he, <laughs> he did was not disclose be, that. You know, this perpetual position. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> J- Jason Gibbs did get invited to my New Year's uh, party, though. And did he show? Just, just saying. Oh, okay. You know, okay. We we need to become closer friends. You know, I'll make sure that you get invited to the parties. I'm not. Well, look, I, I'm under no illusion like that, guys. you know, I, I, I leave office in 10 months, so I'm under no illusion. <laughs> you know, we need to have the, a party. The invites, you know, the invites stop. You know, yeah. they, you know I've been through this before. Yeah. Well, you since, you, since you brought up the topic, Mr. Mayor, um, are, will you be returning? There's been some discussion about yeah, that. What so, are their thoughts on um, you, you, you will obviously fulfill this term out right. and then the thoughts about you and your family, the remaining council or, or leaving council. Right. So, you know, because of uh, the city uh, has a fundamental change in, in our structure this year uh, in that we are going to be going to a, a legislative district format uh, prior to this year. Uh, you know, the city council was elected what's called at large. So it didn't matter you know, what neighborhood you lived in. You voted for all five city council members. Uh, we have changed that format uh, to a, a district uh, election process now. Uh, so that's changed things a little bit. So the area where I live, uh, the district uh, will not be up until 2026. However, my current term expires in 2024. So I was in a position of either stepping down uh, or uh, with my term, or theoretically I could have moved into a different district and, and run. Right. Um, I know a good realtor. If, yeah. If, if, <laughs> a good realtor. You know, and a good title. And, uh, you know, after what you said about Jason, you know, I might need to relocate into a neighborhood. So regardless, uh, my... You know, I'm going to cycle out in in 2020 at the end of this year, uh, and if I wanted to run for city council again, I'd have to wait until 26. Understood. Understood. Uh, so okay. you know, we're going to take the time off and, and reevaluate uh, whether I, I want to do that again or not. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been in elected office for 20 years. You know, starting you know back in 2000. Yeah. That's crazy because uh, you're only about 35. So right? I mean, you started very yeah, right. very young. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, where did you and how did you st- start your political? Career? Yeah, so it, it's funny, you know, it was all very, again, very organic. You know, I didn't participate in in youth government or, you know, or anything uh, in in high school or, or college or anything. I, you know, I, I joke that I I did run for class president 
in ninth grade. <laughs> I lost uh, by 36 votes. But uh, you know, to 36. the team. You know, but, he's so, like, I never lost again. Yeah, but then it's like, yeah, who's the mayor now? Right? <laughs> right? So, uh, no, so, you know, it, it, but when I had uh, graduated from, from college, uh, I had you know, came home and, and really didn't have any any plans at the time. But uh, my dad was running for city council. Uh, you know, my dad was the superintendent of the Hart School District you know, growing up, and he had retired from that and uh, wanted to serve and, and ran for city council. So I got involved uh, with his campaign, and you know, he ended up uh, you know, knocking out an incumbent uh, by a whopping sixteen votes. And, wow, that's uh, close. Yeah. It really, you know, kind of brought me my interest into uh, you know into the political space, and and so. You know, after uh, after he had uh, retired, he did one term and, and served as mayor uh, in, in the in the late '90s. Um, you know, I had gotten involved working for a legislator and thought that uh, you know I'd like to make kind of that transition from staff to to elected, and uh, you know, decided to. And I, I, you know, I, this isn't in my bio, but you know, I ran for office, and first time I ran, I lost for the city council. Um, and, uh, they came in fourth for three spots. And, you know, I, I always think about that fork in the road. You know, mm -hmm. I think we've all had those in our life, in our professional life, personal life, and you, a decision you make really is going to take you down a path. And so I really kind of sat and moped for a couple of weeks and, you know, thought, you know what, I didn't do everything in that race that I should have done. Uh, so I'm going to run one more time and I'm going to do everything that, you know, I advise other people to do and, and, and take you know, the learnings from that and apply them to my next race. And so then at least if I lose again, I lose under my own terms. Right. And fortunately, I was, uh, you know, I was successful uh, at that race in, in 2000 and, you know, kind of moved on from there. I absolutely love Amazing. that because yeah. something I, I coach and I take pride in coaching, something I tell my the kids that I coach is you never lose. We learn. And it's, it's kind of the same principles we were talking about now where you didn't really lose. You just learned what not to do or how to get better for the next time. Yes. That's very millennial of you. 1000%. 1000%. <laughs> 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 Freaking millennial over here. My, my kids are pretty mad. You know, they, they, they didn't get that speech. You know. no. Yeah. I don't know if I should apologize version. for that yeah. or not, yeah, but uh, get my your butt up and keep going. <laughs> wow. right. I'm sticking no. to my story. You but, never lose, you learn. No, okay? but it's funny, right? Because you know, he's running for mayor right, in a couple of years, right? right. Uh, you're, you know, uh, but you know, I I grew up you know playing sports and, and coaching as well, and I kind of draw that analogy that after I lost that election, I kind of watched the film, so yep. to speak, okay. right? So I took a step back and looked at what didn't I do, and what can, what can I approve mm -hmm. on, and I did, and I applied that. Uh, into the next election, just like you do, you know, with your kids or yourself when you're yeah. playing and you, you watch the film back and, you know, how can you improve that for the yeah. next game? I think that makes you very relatable to not only the younger generation, yeah. to our generation as well, right? Because you do hit a lot of forks in the road and you do hit a lot of failures, but you learn from it, you get back up and you could have made a decision and to get into another field at that no, point. Right? No, absolutely. I, you know, I could have, you know, hung it up and, and, you know, because as I said, you know, this is a, you know, a part-time career. So, you know, I could have followed a, you know, a different path and, um, you know, would have had a whole, you know, different life experience. And, you know, I, I so I, again, I just try to encourage when I talk to, to kids or, or others that, you know, using my story, you know, that 
it, it hasn't always been easy, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I've had to f- overcome a lot to to be successful. And every, you know, everyone's going to have that. Right. And you just got to, you know, you got to be willing to, you know, to pay the price and, and make the commitment. Yeah. You know, I like it. How old were you? Because you you did spend some time in the legislator as well. In the legislator as well. How old were you when you when you first ran? And and what was that experience like? Yeah, so it's a little bit different. I uh, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna go to the first time I won. Okay. So I just put that out there, my loss. So we're gonna move past that now. Yeah. So it's yeah. established. And just just because my friends are super naive, the legislator. Oh, thank you. Yes. you saw I, already, I already saw the dumbfounded look right. on his face I was when I said ask. the legislator. <laughs> right. What does that actually yeah. mean? Right. Let me explain that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. right. So I first uh, I, I was uh, I was first elected to the city council. I was twenty eight. Um, and then, uh, I was, uh, when I became mayor the first time I was the, the youngest mayor uh, in the state. Um, and in 2006, I ran for the state legislature, uh, and was elected there, uh, and spent six years in, in Sacramento, mm-hmm. uh, you know, serving Santa Clarita, Simi Valley, Glendale, parts of uh, the city of LA, uh, in my, my legislative uh, career. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, we had term limits there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I termed out in 2012, uh, from that position, uh, came back, was, uh, just in the private sector, uh, doing my thing, raising my kids, um, you know, from 2012 to 2016 and, and, uh, decided that, uh, I saw some things going on at the city that, uh, that I didn't like. And, you know, I was raised to not just sit back and complain. And if you want to do something, go do you know, something about step it. Step back in. I like and, it. Do something you know, about um, it. Just so show I, up, right? Right. Yeah. Show up. Just show so up. I jumped back yeah. in and uh, you know ran for re-election or ran for back to the city. And that's something else I tell people is you know you got to be open to your career path that, and what doors are going to present themselves. Because when I left the city council in 2006, if you had told me that I was going to be back on the city council a decade later. You know, I, I would have thought you were crazy. You know, I had a, I had a path. I, I, you know, had it all mapped out. And then, you know, it's kind of the saying, right? Man plans and God laughs. Yep. And, uh, you know, it took me, you know, again down a, a different path, which, uh, which has been great for, you know, for me, and it's been a good balance uh, for my family. And, and that was really, you know, that was really important. I love that. It love talks it. about your love for Santa Clarita, right? I mean, <clears throat> you have a passion, and I mean, you were raised out here, obviously, and you care about this town. And I think it resonates throughout this entire city. No, thank you. And, and, you know, that goes back, you know, we moved here because my dad was hired to be the principal at Placerita Junior High. And that's what brought, you know, our family uh, before I was born. Um, You know, and that was pretty cool when my, you know, my, because my kids, my boys went to Placerita and, you know, you go to open house and they have all the yearbooks laid out. So, First, you know, I'm sure I'm hiding my seventh grade you know, neck gear, you know, yearbook picture. Yeah. You know, but then I look, you look it up, and there's my dad as the principal, you know, doing the, awesome. that message. And um, you know, so we've always been you know part of this uh, this community since I was born. And uh, you know, both my parents have been actively involved. And you know, that was a kind of an interesting transition that when I first got elected to the council, you know, I was now. Uh, working with or uh, dealing with uh, people that I have known or had heard about, you know, since I was 10 years old wow. sitting at the dinner, dinner table yeah. and, you know, would check in with my dad about, <laughs> hey, look, who I, guess who I met with today. Yeah, and yeah. I remember I remember your opinion of that person, <laughs> you know, when, yeah. when we were kids. So uh, it was a good transition. Go, going back to your time, really quick, in the legislature, 
Ryan. Okay. Legislative. Uh, legislature. Yeah. Did you get an MA? You said. I was a legislator. Yes. In the legislature. Right. So your time in the legislature. No. Nope. As in the legislature. As assembly. Me and the voice. Okay, we can go that one. Oh wow. So that I wanted to. I wanted to read <laughs> it. legislator. It all sounds like the same to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in your time as assemblyman, how about yeah. that? Yeah. 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 What was that like? And um, I don't want to get too political on mm-hmm. this. On our podcast, but how difficult is it to influence policy in California, or is it? Or yeah, is it not? so it, you Great know, question. it was. Uh, I think it's a lot more difficult now. Okay. Um, you know, when I was there, uh, Short, uh, Governor Schwarzenegger was uh, you know, was in office. Um, you had a the governor. Uh, you had a Republican insurance commissioner. Uh, the legislature, uh, both the assembly and senate, was much more balanced. Uh, you had a, uh, a two-thirds requirement for the budget, mm-hmm. so uh, you had to have a bipartisan vote on the budget. So it, it it wasn't easy, but you know I had made the choice that if I was going to go and spend a hundred nights a year, you know, away, I wasn't just going to go sit in my ideological corner mm-hmm. and vote no all the time. You know that 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 wasn't uh, you know, what my purpose was, and it, honestly, it wasn't. It didn't fit my district. You know, I had. Uh, I was the only Republican at the time to to represent the city of Los Angeles, you know, in, in, in the assembly. And so, you know, I my district was one that I couldn't be, you know, kind of a you know, an ideologue, and, and that's not my personality, anyways. And you know, I felt validated, at, you know, by the end when uh, the speaker appointed me to to chair uh, the assembly local government committee, and I was the only member of the minority party to to chair a, a major policy committee, and cool. and I felt like that was kind of a validation of what I was doing, you know, in Sacramento, and that my time was there, uh, you know, trying to, uh, to to be as influential as I could, given you know my <clears throat> beliefs, the makeup of the legislature, and and uh, you know the challenges that were still there. But I think it's much more difficult now. Uh, as uh, you know, Sacramento has has changed mm-hmm. significantly. Just when I was elected in 07, uh, I think it was a uh, 48 Democrats, 32 Republicans in the Assembly. Mm-hmm. It's now 61 19. Wow, and, it's a big big shift. And yeah. you don't need the two thirds vote for the budget anymore. So you at the time you needed 54 votes to pass the budget. So you needed six Republicans. Now you only need 41 votes to pass the budget, and you have 61 Democrats. So it. It, it lends itself to you know California really not having uh, as much of a balance as I think it was there when I was there. Okay. Yeah. Nicely said. Do you see that yeah. ever changing, or do you see? No, no. Right? I, yeah. I think uh, uh, I think in California, it you know, it's always going to be a, a left leaning state. You know, just the math is what it is. Um, but when you see things like uh, the number of people leaving California, yeah. um, you know, for the first time in California's history. We lost a congressional seat because of the population drop, and, and that has again that's never happened. And you know, as you continue to see that exodus of people, uh, it makes it more and more difficult for uh, there to be uh, any more of a swing kind of back to uh, you know back to the middle. I mean, there hasn't been. Uh, Governor Schwarzenegger was the last uh, Republican statewide uh, office holder, um, and and I don't again I don't see that changing. So. Yeah. Interesting oh, times. Okay. We'll yeah. see what happens. Very interesting. Um, yeah. And we'll leave it at there to not get 
you know, even more political. Legislative. Unless, unless, no, no, voice. No, I was going go, go to say, can I, we pull it back into Santa Cruz because uh, I work on Smythe Drive. Yeah. So I would love to hear the story behind that. I mean, being that I'm there Thank every you. day. You know, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was actually named for my dad. Okay. Uh, he, like I said, he was the superintendent of the Hart District. And one of the last things he did was get Valencia High School built. Uh, so it was he retired. Go that Vikings. was one of the things they did. To, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I to know, honor him cool. is to uh, you know, to recognize that, which is very funny because there are a lot of businesses that uh, you know that, that I frequent uh, on that street, and um, I always laugh when they when they tell us tell me it's on Smith Drive. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, Don't make that mistake. So, <laughs> how funny. So then we correct. So, a funny story. So, Dr. Mike. So, uh, not Dr. Mike, but, right. But, so, uh, again, when Valencia Pediatrics relocated there, uh-huh. they they called to, you know, so our kids were young at the time, and, and they called, hey, just, you know, to confirm an appointment. And they said, and just a reminder, we've relocated to, this address, Smith Drive. <laughs> and my wife said, oh, okay, thank you. And just so you know, it's actually Smythe Drive. Uh-huh. And the person in the office said, no, no. Oh, t- <laughs> it's Smith Drive. <laughs> Was like, it Dr. Brown? Like, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we may know this. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one, this one you're wrong. <laughs> this one we know oh, is Smythe that, Drive. That, that's awesome. That's so, awesome. You know, so I always I always joke with my, uh, you know, my kids or you know, my, at least my older son when you know, we played, you know, played a lot of sports. And I was like, Okay, when you're playing at Valencia, you you can't you gotta you know, bring it you gotta bring it. You know? Oh yeah. Know, oh yeah. You, know, you got the name. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta represent. Remember the represent. There's yeah. one game you gotta bring it. It's gotta be Valencia <laughs> when you're playing Valencia. Yeah. So I wanted to ask something just real quick. Uh, in your last ten months, you mentioned this going to be last hurrah. You would say maybe a couple more if possible. What is like your passion project, or what do you want to leave this city with, or let them know? What's something that you are passionate about within this last 10 months that you want them to know about? You know, it's funny. I, I don't really think in that kind of legacy terms, if you will, but it, I know we talked a little bit about Sacramento and the transition there. And you know, what I have seen, you know, particularly since I left, is a a real consolidation of, of power in Sacramento. And you know, cities and counties in particular were formed – predominantly for land use decisions, right? That's really at its core, the, the function of, of cities. And the state every year has continually uh, taken that local control away and put it, put that power within the state. And I think that that's a, a real threat to communities like Santa Clarita. Uh, when you look at you know, some proposals that, that have you know, tried to come through that bypass the city completely and they can get them passed under, you know, state rules. And, and that is again, something that I think is a, a real threat. Uh, so, you know, I view it these last, my last two years anyways, really is kind of a race against Sacramento and to get as much done by the city as possible uh, because it's going to continue. The state is just going to, you know, is going to continue to uh, consolidate power and 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 circumvent local governments, uh, and that's something that we have to really fight against. I mean, that was why we became a city is because we were tired of Los Angeles County yep. making decisions for our community, uh, and you know. I, I put Santa Clarita against any city in the country, certainly the state. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. To lose that control. 
you know, is, is really frustrating and really difficult. I mean, you see it uh, you know, with uh, the crime, right? You, yeah. you can have all these laws that you want, yeah. right. but if you have a district attorney that is not going to you know, prosecute yep. the crimes that are on the books, you know, it's irrelevant. And that, again, that's something that we struggle with in Santa Clarita because we have our policies and we have you know, our, our sheriffs do an amazing job. But they're limited yeah. when you don't have the support, right, right, you know, right. at uh, downtown LA. So yeah. that is really, you know, again, I, 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 I don't really point to, you know, whether we're going to be building something new or a lot yeah. of our capital projects. Uh, even though we have a lot of good stuff coming on board with uh, Bridge to Home, our homeless shelter is going to be open this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be opening up our 38th park, wow. uh, you know, at Skyline Ranch. Um, we've got, uh, you know, we're, we're progressing on, uh, you know, some uh, facility at, um, uh, by, by the sports complex, which is going to be kind of a, a skate, uh, you yep. know, a skating and all the ring. pickleball stuff, right? All the pickleball. Yeah. There's, right. you know, we're, we're going to continue to look at, uh, adding, you know, improvements at, uh, at all of our parks. So, you know, we're, we're going to have, uh, the new Valencia community center. We took over the YMCA. I was just going to bring that up. I was just yeah. going to bring that up. I'm actually really excited about that. So yeah. th- there's. You know, a lot of things that you see in Santa Clarita that, you know, a lot, most cities in California really don't have the, the capital projects that we still uh, that, that we still have. And uh, and so looking forward to that. And then, you know, lastly, you know, you've got your uh, the Whitaker Burmite property right the above Saugus Speedway mm-hmm. is really the <clears throat> last large acreage area within the city that doesn't uh, that hasn't been entitled, that doesn't really have a a plan. Uh, so you know, my hope this year is to at least get a plan in place so that uh, as it's built out over the next 20 years, you know, it's something that'll really be a benefit to the community. Yeah. We're lucky to have this. Yes. Gentlemen. You're telling me. Yep. All right. Always schooling us, uh, Mr. Mayor. All right. I'm going to really. This is way better than Jason's. Right? <laughs> By far. Right. Pretty good. I By far. That. By far. <laughs> <laughs> I like that both of you guys have a sense of humor. Though. Oh, yeah. that's yes, awesome. Yes. The relatable. So but, you know, yeah. And it's important. You know, and I look at it that. You know, you take the job very seriously, mm-hmm. but you know maybe not take yourself as seriously. One hundred percent. You know, you know, we Jason, we we joke, but uh, you know he's a great addition to to the council, and you know as as we look to transition, you know from you know, the longtime city council members, you know I, I think by twenty twenty six we could have you know f- at least four new council members, and you know it's important to have someone you know like Jason who. You know, his first and foremost loves the city, mm-hmm. and and I think that that's really the, the the number one priority. And then, you know, he's willing to to jump in and run. And and that was kind of why I came back in 2016. Is you know, I had all my kids were under 12. I was doing the you know the Santa Clarita grind, so to speak. And you know, there was no one on the council who had young kids and that was living that day to day life. And you know, the at the time, I think the average age of the city was you know, in the low forties. And it's, I think it's, hasn't really changed much. And that's because of all the families. Yep. Uh, and so for Jason to kind of, to be willing to jump in and to kind of be that voice now that my kids are older and I'm, I'm transitioning out to have someone who can still represent the really the largest demographic of, yep. of the city, which is parents. Yeah. Yep. I have a question. Uh, what is, was your most embarrassing moment as mayor up until now? <laughs> he doesn't have one. He's no. like the most interesting mayor in the world. No, 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 no embarrassing moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything, you know, that's really embarrassing. Um, you know, certainly, 
I've I've made mistakes, you know, uh, you know, on the council and, um, but uh, you know, I think in 2020, you know, being the mayor during you know during COVID, I was going to ask that know, how challenging during, was so that being to, you know, during COVID during all the George Floyd you know riots or well not riots here but protests mm. here, you know it you were go- you're going to make some mistakes and so. I at the end of my term, I did a uh, a, a mean tweets with the mayor. So, you oh, know, you read, you read, read, I read, <laughs> I read <laughs> some of the. Uh, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. 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 So uh, you read all so, the mean. So tweets. some of those were I. I think was it someone said that I. I reminded him of the guy who probably wears his Letterman jacket around the house. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. I remember he looks that. at himself in the mirror. And, you know. and he totally does. And he totally does. <laughs> For sure. I can still fit in that thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah. That's so, something to be proud of. Right. Sure. Like, uh, you know, playing uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen glory days. Around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was, you know, again, I, I don't, you know, I, I try to be very deliberate on, on that and not making, you know, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're never going to, you're always going to have some mistakes and, uh, sure. you know, yeah. it happens. I got to really back, I got to reel it back in to the Smythe Drive and, and let's talk about, uh, talk about legacy a little bit, right? Because um, for me, one day, as cheesy as it sounds, like I would love to have the impact on our community to oh, have no. Rodriguez Street oh, Avenue geez. or Drive. I'll race you. In, in competition, Okay. I mean, I'll be walking like Conor McGregor down that street all day. Do you oftentimes do that? Just Smythe Drive. Where do we put Rodriguez <laughs> Avenue? <laughs> New Hall. Uh, I joke, but in, in terms about legacy. So uh, you went to Hart, right? But your kids went to Valencia? Nope, my kids go to Hart. Oh, they both go to Hart. Okay, yeah. cool. So there's no question where, where the family is going to go to. But in terms of legacy, like how does that continue through you and then through your kids? You know, I I, I try to really be, you know, be sensitive to that um, because I, I recognize that you know, being the mayor's kid, you know, comes with sure. things. Uh, and I, and I know that because I was the mayor's kid. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit older when my dad was the mayor, but I was also, uh, again, before we were a city, you know, again, with my dad being the superintendent of the Hart school district, he was the CEO of the largest employer, you know, in the Valley. And he was every, he signed every teacher's paycheck that I had from seventh wow. to 12th grade. And some you influence know, and I, power right that's there. What I was about to yeah. say. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's funny because I, you know, there were times, you know, I think I see what's happening with the Heart District with, you know, a lot of challenges with the teachers right now and, and the district, you know, on, on contract negotiations. And, you know, that was going on when my dad was superintendent. And I, I remember sitting in the classroom of a teacher who I saw on the front page of the paper holding a picket sign against my dad, uh, yeah. you know, and I had to sit in that very classroom. And, and, you know, to my dad's credit, he always said, don't you dare think that you need to fight my fights, you know, you're there to respect your teacher and you know, cool. whatever, you know, and if I, if I hear of you doing anything disrespectful, mm-hmm. you know, I will come down and drag your blankety blank out of class. <laughs> you can how, say that on the podcast. It was a how, different time. How <laughs> non-millennial is your dad? Correct. Correct. That was very clear. And, <laughs> right. you know, it's very clear. My dad. I don't always had these pop-ins at Placerita and Hart during the, you know, I, like, yeah. don't you have other schools that you're the superintendent? Yeah, that's so over, right? I, I do share that with you. I share that in you in terms of like, I was raised super old school. I'm first generation. And to this day, I remember it, you know, seared to my brain that you respect your elders and your teacher is like your mom. Absolutely. So those yeah, are the and, values that were instilled in me. Yeah. So, you know, I try to be, like I said, sensitive and, you know, particularly again in 2020, you know, it was it was really challenging for my kids and you know, my oldest son, you know, who's in, in college now. I remember he woke up one morning and he had something like 300 Instagram requests 
because the kids had figured out oh, that he was the mayor was, yeah. that he was the mayor's kid. So you made him famous. And they weren't they weren't wanting <laughs> to like follow him. <laughs> right. They didn't want to follow him to tell him, you know, he was great. You know, they wanted to follow him to get at me. Oh. And and that was really hard. Yeah. And for him, you know, and you know, when you had to make tough decisions, you know, his whether it was his peers or uh, you know, his high school coaches you know, said some disparaging things about me. And I'm like, how is my kid going to get a fair shot right, when you're right. willing to put on Instagram, you know, some things that you think about his dad. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so That's tough. I, I just try to, you know, with them, just, you know, you know understand that it, it's, it's a challenge and it's a, a different space. Um, and, you know, if they, you know, choose to follow a, a career of service, mm-hmm. you know, that would be, that would be great, but I don't know, I don't know if I would encourage them to go into elected office. Sure. You know, sure. Um, you know what's funny? I, I do admire about that about you and your wife, that you guys have navigated that pr- relatively well, raising a family and also being on the city council um, and then serving in, in Sacramento. Um, what advice would you give other people that are maybe going down the same path as you and have younger children? You know, I, I think you still have to, you know, prioritize them. You know, a big reason why I left, like I told you before, when I started, I had this career path, but that was before I had kids, mm. you know, and, and, you know, when I was gone in the legislature a hundred nights a year, you know, I was missing a ton yeah. and, uh, you know, I didn't want to do that. So that was a big reason for me, you know, choosing not to run for Congress or the Senate. You know, my, when I left, the, you know, when I left Sacramento, my, my kids were nine, six and two and, you know, so I figured if anyone was going to ruin their lives, it's going to be me. <laughs> right. So, you know, so that was important for me to come home. And, you know, and, and that's where the city was a good balance. Yeah. Because uh, I was still able to continue to serve, but I could do it locally. Um, and it was a part time position. Uh, so there's five of us. So I didn't have to go to everything I could. You know, if, if there was a conflict, I was always going to choose my, you know, my, my kids events. And, you know, it, it's a cliche but you know it goes quick. Yeah. You know it, it, the fact that you know the end of this school year, you know I'll have two kids out of the house and 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 one in high school, and you know it really does uh, it, you know it does move quick. It so goes too quick. So my that's, kid's twenty still you know, at my house. Right. I mean, yeah. we have the same age, <laughs> and you know, so I would I would definitely recommend still serve and give back, but find the way that you want to do it, and then it fits with your with your lifestyle. I mean, you guys know. You know, Santa Clarita has more nonprofits per capita than any, than anyone. Yes, yes, so yeah. if you have a passion, whatever your passion is, there's going to be a, an area yeah. that you can you can serve and and, and like and literally back. any passion. Correct. There, there there's going to be a nonprofit. Correct. For you to and, and that's and again that speaks to the heart of, of Santa Clarita. And, yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's important to serve and give back there. You know, it's not by accident that Santa Clarita is the great community it is. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of that is driven by the volunteer uh, you know, spirit that exists in our community. Um, so you need to continue to do that, to keep Santa Clarita as is. But again, there are any number of ways to, to give back to fit yep. your time and your schedule. Okay. I wanted to ask him one more thing. Uh, okay? I think you had a question. No, I'm, okay. I'm joking. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what's next, right? You've given so much to this city. You've, been involved since the beginning. You've seen so much. 
you've given what's what's next for you what's kind of you know that's a, that, that's a good question you know i uh, from the time i i graduated i've you know been involved one way or another whether again i was a staffer or i you know i coached high school sports for a while uh, and then obviously in my time being being elected um it, it is going to be different you know to be away from the council um, and to only have one kid at home you know the last time i was away from politics i had three kids i was doing that uh, but, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a regular uh, – the council is a part-time job, so I have a, a regular career uh, that uh, you know, requires a lot of my attention. And I, I think I was looking at my schedule, and my last day in office is December 10th, and I leave December 12th for a conference, you know, for my regular job. Yeah, so I, I think that that, you know, will still kind of you know, take over. But uh, it is going to be interesting for me, you know, to sit back and – really kind of be able to select the path I want to go, um, you know, next, because again, having that, uh, that time and I'm going to be a dance dad. I went from a soccer dad okay. to being a dance dad <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. for, uh, you know, for, for those next four years, you know, uh, did you both know, your boys play soccer? Uh, so, uh, yeah, my, you know, my older son, you know, did, you know, all the, the, the kind of the traditional sports okay. growing up and then, um, you know, my, my younger two kids you know, did sports, but then my, my daughter found, found her, her love for dance. And as I think you guys know, my, my younger son did a lot of, uh, very, this is very Santa Clarita cliche, but he was, you know, act, it was a child actor uh -huh. and, you know, we spent a lot of time, you know, doing that with him and, and then, you know, he's kind of found his, his past. So now we're kind of looking to see where he's going to go away to school and, and what his future holds. So, uh, it's just, it's just going to be different to, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, when you have uh, when you only have one kid at home who's you know, pretty self sufficient at that point, um, yeah. you know it, it's going to be a, a transition. So, and I love the fact that you're keeping the tradition on, and, and everyone's going to heart. heart right, heart. yeah, right, and, love it. and you know we you know, we're very fortunate. Uh, all of our our public schools here, you know, that was my dad's philosophy when he became superintendent. Is he wanted to make sure that uh, the kids of Santa Clarita could get a a private school level education in a public school setting. Yep. Uh, and, and I think our, our our public schools you know continue to do that. Uh, that's a big driver for people to come to uh, to our community, uh, and uh, you know and yeah, we're very uh, very thankful. It's always weird, right, that my kids went to the same elementary school, junior high. You know, and, and the voice. Your son's doing the same thing, the yeah. exact same thing, and he's <laughs> at Saugus High School now. Yeah, yeah twenty four so, years later. Right. So you yeah. it, it creates a you know, surreal. It is a little bit, and uh, it's it's even more when you know. A couple of my my oldest sons, you know, he had some substitute teachers that were my teachers in <laughs> elementary school, right? So that was yeah. yeah. You know, All right, well, we're gonna wrap up awesome. this episode, but yeah. I do have one I, last I like question. That, yeah, that I have to ask: What is the coolest part about being the mayor of the city of Santa Cruz? There's a clicker, right? All the green lights. That's you right. Get so, yeah, no red uh, lights for you, sir. Everybody yeah. besides the podcast uh, with us. Yeah, VIP. Yeah, other than be on this podcast, well, other, clearly, yes, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if there's any, you know, I've gotten to do, you know, pretty, some pretty cool things, uh, you know, throughout the first pitch for, uh, you know, Dodger Angel game a couple oh, years right. ago. Yep. Yeah, so, that's cool. Um, you know, been able to do that. Uh, uh, but I, I think, and for me, it's probably a little cliche and it's a little different because this is my hometown, right? And to be the mayor of your hometown uh, is, is, is really, you know, as cheesy as it may sound, it really is kind of special. Mm. And, um, you know, to be able to, uh, to really point to accomplishments that have made the community better. So when I was in Sacramento, mm -hmm. 
you know, you ask, my kids would ask you, well, what, what do you, what do you do? You know, or what did you accomplish in your six years there? It, it's hard to say, you know, I voted no a lot. Mm. I, uh, you know, got this, you know, small policy change here, but on the city council, you can, you know, you can look and see this road you're driving on, this park you're playing in, you know, the aquatic center, yeah. the skate park, you know, the BMX park, all of those things, you know, they're very tangible. Right. So, you know, really being able to see the results of your work. work. Yep. Uh, I love that. I, I think yeah. is probably the, you know, the best thing about, uh, about the job for sure. Last, last question, I promise, because you brought up the, the first pitch at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Who did it better, you or Jason? Oh. <laughs> was it a strike? The, was it a the, strike? So, Who made it over the plate? So here was the question, right? So, right, I was, I was clear. Uh, I, I was going to nuke Lelouch, right? I was not going to bounce it. So I was going to hit the bull yeah. if I if I had to. Uh, Ed Masterson was the was my uh, was my catcher. And, okay. Uh, so you know, it, I wouldn't say it was a perfect strike. Okay. But but a strike. I didn't bounce it. It, 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 made it. It, it. It made it. I love know, it. I, I love it. I love it. All right, that was MVP, awesome, man. sign us off, dude. What episode are we? We're episode. It doesn't even matter. This is care. the exclusive elite podcast, man. Exclusive elite pro- podcast with the one and only mayor, Cameron Smythe, the voice, Mr. H Rod, and I'm the SCV MVP, and we're officially. We're out. Out. <laughs>